set us free. Because Christ came to set the captives free. That's the reason for the season. That's why we celebrate Advent. That's why we celebrate Jesus Christ. And right now, His birth. I said this before, I'll say it again. Many theologians know that you think He was born on December 25th. That's when they believe the sun was born. Stop believing the lies of Satan that they can have everything that they want. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is not in the Bible. The health and wealth gospel, the prosperity gospel, Lord, I pray that you crush it. I pray that your truth would be seen throughout the whole for the rest 
camp on this for the next three, four weeks for the church to really, truly understand why we are here. What is our purpose in life? But I'm not going to bore you with that. Before I begin, let me ask you a serious question. How many of you are proud of your church? Just for a second. I want you to really ask yourself the question. If you're happy with this church, what it's done in the past, what it's currently doing in the present, this is a gift from God, and what will we do with it in the future, I want you to truly ask yourself this question. Are you confident that you are living for God's glory in this place and in this way and in God's people? Our pastor said this morning, I pray for every single individual in the room, I pray for the rock people, every individual here in the room. that dumb question because I'm proud of it. And I'm asking that dumb question from myself. What is my purpose? What is the passion of my days? Actually, what is the scripture of this age? For a moment I was blind. Then suddenly I
States. He should be a certain way. Yes, he should. So, please, 
pretending a follower of Christ when Christ says, love your enemies. And yet you're not even willing to pray for the guy who's an idiot, who doesn't talk right. somebody, you are going to be found guilty of not doing your job. All must be forgiven. You know, it's my job to tell you that the Word of God, the ministry of God, and about God, and for God, and the things that God is doing, is that when you and I do make mistakes, it means we need to be forgiven. Does that mean you and I need to pray for the guy? Does that mean we should give up because we're, we're doing something wrong, we don't love God, blah, blah, blah? But it does mean
this. Against the man of God, they set up false witnesses. This man never ceases to speak words against his holy place and the law. But we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. And gazing to him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel.
escapist approach and adopt one of purposeful engagement, every Christian virtue becomes subject to scrutiny by the Lord. Christians are to be living advertisements for the truth. That's what we should be. Are we? No. Why do we struggle like that? I haven't figured it out yet. You figure it out, let me know. We'll write a book and make millions. Christians are to be living advertisements for the truth, for the faith, for the light. We have to... Every Christian virtue becomes subject to scrutiny by the world. If you don't think that's true, then you need to really look at people who are trying to be representatives in our government for the truth of Christianity because they're getting shot down with misogyny, anti-whatever you want to come up with. I am somehow a racist if I say everybody's life matters. Yes, black lives matter. So do white lives. Why are we making it such a race issue? Well, because the blacks aren't being looked upon as equal. That's a lie. That's a bold-faced lie. Maybe in the 1960s I could agree with you. The 1950s. But now?
set of people who have understanding of something that was never in Scripture. It gets us to the trouble. And people will tell you it's unloving to do that nowadays. It's unloving to tell somebody that's not in Scripture. Here's an example of how unloving I am. God says marriage is between one man and one woman. That's now offensive just so you're aware. I can't teach that if I lived in Canada. Did you know that? It's considered hate speech to teach that. It's from the very Word of God. Did you know it's uncouth to teach that in Europe? I'm not talking about homosexual marriage right now. I'm even talking about divorce. My mindset is about divorce. Did you know God never wants us to get divorced? Yet. We find divorce to be okay. That's why marriages stay together. To work things out. To not get split on each other. Because yes, we struggle. We make mistakes. And there are consequences for our actions. Does that mean there are no consequences for our actions? No. We're being watched, even by angels and demons. That's what he's talking about. Angels and demons desire to know what we know. That's what we need to live for truth. We need to show the love of Christ to the world. We have a unique role in this life as the church. Paul is calling us to set an example. As servants of Christ, we're to live a certain way. Not a perfect way, but to live a certain way. One who shuns Thanksgiving. 
Did you know that that's what we did? Our representatives bought a Bible for every American because they believed in truth, in love, in purity, in speech, in conduct. Were they perfect? Absolutely not. Did they have some wrongs? Yes, they did. But they believed in Jesus Christ. They believed in God through truth. We struggle with that today. We actually have people in this room that have woefully unchristian They use moral values. They steal moral values from God to prove that God loves them so much. Great book in my office. Dr. Frank Burr wrote it called Stealing from God. And the book is written in this passionate way where we steal information from God. He's a moral monster because he wipes out a whole nation. And those same very people will argue the point that God doesn't stop bad things happening to good people. And they'll bring up the Old Testament, for example. They'll say, in the Old Testament, God said to wipe out the whole nation of Canaan. How evil and immoral is that God? Yet, God allowed for 400 years that nation to sacrifice, ripped from the arms of their mothers, babies, and sacrifice those babies to a god named Moloch. A bronzen bull that they would set ablaze until it was red hot, and they would rip from their mothers' arms, and they would throw them onto this idol, this sacrifice of children, living children, and the drum of the drum louder so that they could drown out the mothers and the fathers and wives and
satisfy a sexual need that she created in the bondage of marriage between one man and one woman. That's your laws. Man-made laws says, oh, scrap all that. Sorry, woman. Some things we did in secret. Some things were unloving. Thank you. 